0: Baker who happens to be a doctor in psychology welcoming you to the really telling it like it is program. Last week I had my guest my daughter my biological uh on with me and today she's returning and we were talking about what it was how it was with her growing up and how it was to be uh a preacher's kid if you really under even if she didn't even know it um and, and what it was like in that growing up, and some of the things that allowed her to, uh, we're gonna to talk today about some of the things that allowed her to embrace her call and uh, where it is that, that, that uh, uh, she is today. So uh, right now I want to welcome Lonzine Lee, Pastor Lonzine Lee, uh, who happens to be my biological, she happens to be also the pastor of Astounding Love, a Global Church Fellowship, which I'm uh, over more than enough ministries. And uh, we have congregation in New York. We also have uh, part congregation and stuff in um, St. Louis that we're... uh, Anyway, God is doing a whole lot of great works. And so I want to welcome you, Lon Zane. Thank you. um, Uh, Let's start off with today with... um, You sharing your heart. If there was anything that you really wanted to say from last week, then uh, feel free to open that up first before I start asking you questions.
1: Okay. Uh, You know, we were talking about the differences in pain and how my ability to stuff. Uh, because I didn't know how to deal with conflict, my ability to stuff my emotions to even to the place to hide it from me. And then when it came out later, and I I thought about that. And I thought about the fact that, you know, as you had made point that I didn't know your history, and I didn't know anything that you had gone through. And it, I don't know if this is actually a statement so is I'm going to Make it as a statement with a question mark at the end, because I'm wondering if that actually contributed to why there was a sense of competition. It was like, okay, so uh, as far as you're concerned, you went through a lot of pain, but for me, on my part, I'm thinking, but mine's not really dealt with, and and hearing about somebody else's anything when you're in the midst of your own does that cause you sometimes to push. Because we because we're crying out for the attention, or because we want, I want, I want, I want the pain to go away. And until it does, it's going to be constantly me competing with people, or feeling like, wow, you just minimized everything I went through because you went through something else. And I read it recently. Somebody said you you're saying I know just how you feel is a lie. You don't. Know just how I feel. You know how you. Feel. You're
0: breaking. You're breaking up. I don't know what that's coming from, but
1: I don't either. I'm I'm all hooked up to the internet. Did you hear any part of what I said?
0: Uh-huh. Go go ahead. Now I'm hearing you clear. Go
1: ahead. Okay. My question simply is, do you think that that's what it is? People get upset because somebody says, "I know how you felt because I went through something," and we feel, "Well, you just minimized everything I just told you about me because you brought you into it."
0: You know, one of the things that I, I realized uh, for people as a therapist is that when someone says, I'm hearing you, many times it happens to people, they think you're saying, I already know what you've gone through, see? And they hear a minimization of it, but that's not actually what's happening. So one of the things that... Um, uh is is very important because when people have a story when people have a tragedy until they're really they say they're ready to deal with it many times they're not okay and so what happens is this (coughs) 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 they hear in order to be able to keep what they have uh to keep that pain to keep that thing going and then they strike out or they compete with stories and compete with this because here it is that mine is now mine is real mine is more than yours and what you're doing by even acknowledging that i hear you i'm hearing you i may not really understand what you're saying but i'm hearing you You see, that's the thing that allows them, or or whatever it is that cuts them from telling that story over and over. One of the things of it is, is this, what it is that happens to people, over the period of years, things change. They change how they see it, they change it, and what has happened, and I'm not saying that this is what happened in your life, or whatever, but I've found over the years that people uh, embellish in order to get the attention. Okay? They don't even realize that they're embellishing it. But they embellish it to say, this was really hard. This was difficult. You just don't understand how hard this was for me. And then with the uh, coming out of witchcraft, coming out of sorcery, coming out of all of these things, what happens is they go into this soulish, soulish realm with this, this, uh, uh, that, that brings forth the pity, that brings forth this kind of stuff. And then they either try to laugh it off, which is not, it's supposed to, it, it, it you know, they, they do that, or they go into the tears. And then, What happens is they go away with nobody understands. They don't even want to understand. So all it is is for me and me and me. And me and you, God, is just us. See, that's where religion will come in. God, is just me and you. You and I'll do this. And so they can't pray enough. They just, I mean, they pray constantly. They can't, they're constantly reading the Bible. They're constantly doing this. Everything that they do is really works, but they don't see it. Why is that? It's because here it is. If I keep busy and if I look spiritual, then I will be spiritual. And it's not even for anyone else. It's for them. If I look spiritual, then I'll be spiritual. If I look like I'm deep and wonderful like I got these things uh, uh, somewhat together, then what happens is this is what I will become. So I don't know if that answers it or if it just opens things up. I pray that it open more things up so that we can talk about it. So you know. yeah, I think
1: I think that's really interesting. I can see where some of those things and it becomes embedded in us as well, and it, it just becomes something that we think is how we are. And it's how we've chosen to be based on whatever, whatever food it took to feed that, you know, to, to get it that way. So, no, that answered it for me. Thank you. Definitely. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Okay. So is there anything else you want to say about last week before I start to?
1: Not that I can think of at the top. I mean, and you've already alluded to the witchcraft
0: and the things that were going on. So I'd like to hear more. <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, one w- one of the things of it is, is this: we don't realize the Bible says rebellion is witchcraft. It's mm-hmm. not Santa Bridgecraft. It, it is witchcraft because it, it it doesn't look anything like God. Rebellion doesn't. Right. So, what happens and what happened to you and what happened to me and my life and 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 all, but we're talking about us and our relationship. Mm-hmm. And that um one of the things of it is is that talk to talk to us about how you tried to prove your you know you were you talked you mentioned you you mentioned alluded a couple of times to competition let's talk about that go ahead and do that for me competition
1: was um you and I would have a discussion off and on and you said that I would be competing with you. I didn't see it because in my mind it was the fact why would I try to compete with somebody that's smarter than me and it's advanced and so forth, because how I saw you um it was not about competing with you or against you, so much as it for me it was more of a work to to do the kind of behavior you just talked about to try to get your attention and I'm frankly a lot since so much of it is just a person that was in a lot of pain. And thankfully, not shot to be put out of my misery. But um, even being saved, even being excited about the things of God, because, you know, uh, I could finally identify with Peter. The first person in the Bible I ever identified with was the the man with the legion of demons. That was, you know, and when I read about being clothed and in your right mind, that became an aspiration. I want that. And I never, I didn't even know that was possible. But after having experienced having that Jesus encounter, and that did happen for me, um, I didn't go further. I was more like Peter now, I'm bumbling in the dark. And, you know, you you, may, you do one thing right, but, you know, you got nine. And, and, and I'm on purpose using those words right and wrong because that was the reasoning. You do the one thing right, but the nine things wrong get more of attention than than the one thing. That there was no celebration in my mind. I wouldn't have recognized celebration. You know, I, I really understand uh, a bit that when a person has a wrong belief about themselves, even when something beautiful happens, it's it, gratitude doesn't show up very easily because you're so caught up in. In my, I'm not saying preach wise, but myself, even you're so caught up in the patterns of misery that um, to celebrate is almost to feel guilty. And it's like you have one good, I have one good thing in the midst of all of these others. I've learned to take critiques. I learned to accept that, you know, correction and things of that sort. But I could also tell you that a lot of my resistance came from still that same hurt, that unresolved stuff. And so uh, um, correction could feel like, feel, feel like rejection. It wasn't, but it felt like it because of all of the other unresolved types of things. So even working with you in ministry um, was a love-hate relationship, not with you, but with me, because with me, I, you know, you just want to quit. And I felt that a lot of times. And then I did the, you know, the, the sin of comparison and always with the falling short, you see, that's why I said it was never competition for me. Because I was not competing to try to one up you, you know. And sometimes I would hear that from you, and it would become very frustrating. It was like, you know, I—that's not the truth. Now I wasn't so twisted that I did not know that. Because one thing I was sure of, I, I know when I'm going after something to compete, and it's not the same. But it was there. Were, we, you and I, had over the years so many places of not understanding, or prejudging or whatever or worse I think sometimes remembering the past so clearly it really wasn't clear but remembering an action or this or that so that it was always going to cause a reaction and I don't know that people like to talk about things like that that happen in ministry you know because everything's lovely and beautiful and wonderful um, and it is but you know there's a whole lot of gunk <laughs> in in the in the midst of it. And th- those are some of the things that, um, I remember Carol Lombard, a quote I read, the actress Carol Lombard, who was married to Clark Gable, and she made a comment once, or maybe more than once, Clark Gable isn't Clark Gable in our house, because she lived with the man, not the image. So that, that's kind of some of it.
0: Okay. In, in this, as as you as you look at it, what differences do you see in uh, with your daughter, your your daughter, and 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 you? Uh, you know, I mean, it's really almost the same kind of. It's it's a little bit the same scenario in a sense. In a sense, but no, it isn't. And one of the it reasons is that,
1: uh, but but go ahead. Well, my reason is because my mother is not the same as her. Her, her grandmother and my mother is not the same as your mother and my grandmother. My grandmother came from a slave mentality. And my grandmother presented, she dealt with you one way, but I never saw the person that you did because that's not how she presented herself to me. The one thing I can say that my daughter has that is different is that you're authentic. And so it, it's not ever been that you're one way with me and you're someplace because my daughter has had a taste of what you're like, um, you know, from, from a different place. I think um, I know that with my child, because of her own issues growing up, you know, being the, the the child of divorced parents and and there was a lot of vicious things that unfortunately were happening. And I did not know, she was being used as a, uh, object, something to, you know, uh, like, like whatever it was that, that that the intention was. And I don't even think that, that the other parties were trying meant to do that to her, but she was hurt a lot by adults that were insecure. And that includes myself. So you have been instrumental in trying to help her to see her identity in Christ, my grandmother did not do that now. My daughter can be very mean and 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 because she's going through her own things, I become the scapegoat for much of it because she gives you the honor and she gives you the respect because she don't want to be you know six feet under any more than any of the rest of us did, you know, and there's always going to be the fear of grandmother <laughs> it's not the same as the spirit of the fear of the lord it's very different, but um. Um, I think that there's that I'm told sometimes that, you know, and, and this is one of those issues that I have with you that I'm like, do you still see me sometimes from the old thing so that the honor I do give is not seen, it gets eclipsed by all the days of, of, of your, and of course I have a 20 plus something person that I birthed that, um, shows me many of the behaviors that I had exhibited had exhibited towards you. So I went to God. I'm gonna
0: prayed. Prayed. I, I interrupt for a moment. I have thank you. God, I thank you for grandchildren. I just so thank you for grandchildren because grandchildren are the great payback. Grand yes, grandchildren they. are the great payback. But yes. even with that I jack her in line. I know you do. You know, I jack her in line because the thing is, is this that maybe your mother, but it's my child. Mm-hmm. There is, uh, there is a, 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 a difference, and and uh, you know, your daughter and I spent a lot of time together. Yes, you do,
1: and there has to be a paid in full moment with the stamp, like okay, that prayer is done. <laughs> that is it not it. It's almost,
0: it's almost there. It's just, it's <laughs> So, so, I, got, I, got just, I got just. a little bit more way, way work, and then I got a little bit. I just, oh, oh, work no. just cut off. It's painful. Okay, it's, it's all good because it, it's, 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 it's like that. Yeah, it's that now. But, but let, let, let's let's talk. Let's talk about let's talk about working together. Okay, uh, you know us working together. I know right now. Mm-hmm. going through some real things because i'm trying to transfer things to you and try as an apostle and you're being a uh, 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 a pastor a prophetic pastor and, and all and i'm trying to uh, uh, transfer <coughs> <coughs> these things to you mm-hmm. so that i could go forth and do uh, do the other things that i'm doing and so that you uh, I, I can I can help you as you work in these but the transition is not the easiest thing and uh, uh, it, it's it, it's it, it is not the easiest thing so let's talk about that. I just want people to know that this is real. I want them to know that we work to we work to complete what it is that we're here to do but you know in the Bible it already tells you I didn't say it's going to be easy. I didn't say it was going to be easy, but I say persevere. So anyway, talk about this transition. Talk about working with uh, uh, having your your father, mother, apostle, uh, one of your you know whatever being the same person and and transferring that. You know,
1: I think one of the things has um, one of the strongest things is vision. That it there are I I'm starting to see vision as. People that see the same thing, but they don't see it the same way. And it has to do, I think, with the office, with the assignment. Um, You have to learn to be vulnerable you is me in this case. I'm I, I really trying not to, t- I am talking to others as well, but I, I, I when I say these things, I, I want to make it clear. I'm actually talking about myself.
0: Just make it personal then they'll catch it.
1: Well, this is the process. This is actually how I talk to myself. You, you must. And um, so coming through it, it has been, you have to be very forthright. You don't, and, and that just means sometimes being very blunt and you, you i can't stop taking the risk of being misunderstood temperament wise i can clam up but i can also make the decision not to do that though the tendency might be you know in under wrong circumstances so it's like all right i'm going to just have to say it it's i'm going to hear the response will be what they think i said and that's going to have to be the moment when I can clarify if that, so your understanding is this, but that's not what I'm saying because we're in that place right now where we're in a different city and a whole lot of things have changed for us. And so you've asked me even recently, well, what's the vision? And I'm like, uh, you see, you're asking me, my first way of hearing that was what's my, what do you mean? What's my vision? We're sticking with the vision God gave you. But the question is, yes, but what is the picture that you see on your part of the assignment on how this is going to be done? And so that's another one of those lovely, brilliant moments of clarity for me. Like, oh, I'm supposed to have one of those. OK, <laughs> I, guess I better go find out about it. All right. And I don't I'm you know, me willing to know I'm not afraid You said, I got nothing. Not right now. And I refuse to be under pressure to get it, you know. And that's something I had to learn. Your temperament and the way that you are, it can feel like a bulldozer is running over me. But I know how to, you know, I'm like a cartoon now. And I don't mind being flattened, actually. (laughs) It's like, okay, let's keep certain parts of it flat when we get back up and let the rest of it pop out. And it's just like, well, that's what was needed to lay the groundwork, but you're not her. So you're going to have to go back to the same source she does and get the peace that you are supposed to. And we're getting it by prayer time. You know, I will be able to stand before the congregation and do the things that you say to do. But I've learned that I'm not your pastor. I'm his or he's the pastor in me. And so I'm one of the things I'm, I'm trying to say is what I've been learning through this more this closer thing with us is that I can honor you and do what you say by doing it the way he gives it to me. And that's all you're asking for. Whereas I used to be this behavioral, like I said, good. And so I was always doing it letter of the law. And it was very frustrating because I don't know how to fake it anymore. You know, and so I, I, I don't know if that's the, the answer that you're looking for. But that's that's part of what I'm learning to work with you is to hear you the way that you say it without taking it personally as though, oh, she wounded me again. Oh, she <laughs>
0: you no, know, it's a it's an, interesting, yeah, it, it's an interesting thing. You know, the Lord tells us to uh the apostles prophets evangelists pastors teachers that here are these ascension gifts that were to edify were to build up the body for the work of their their part of jesus that they are to manifest in the earth well in doing this many times it's like also picking up your cross daily and following him and um, when any apostle that uh, or any father, any mother, uh, but I'm really talking about the father's heart and, and the sons. Here it is. God. Uh, uh, the, the, the word of God says, raise up this child, raise this up, raise, raise this one up so that they can be in a full grown son in the way that they should go. Well, God, show me their way so that as you traverse them through the rocky places (coughs) that I'm not, I'm not rescuing them. See, one of the things I found out about myself, I was a rescuer. Still can be, I'm a rescuer. And, And then I also found out that I'm a rescuer because it makes me feel better. I don't like the pain and I don't like to hear all that mess. Okay, let's just take care of this thing and let's just do it. Okay. So it's just, it's just one of these things, you know, Somebody talks about uh, uh, debt and somebody talks about this thing. And I'm saying, send me your budget. I've told people uh, uh, in the past or whatever it is. And, and you know, let, let, let's get you through this. Well, if you follow this, then I'll help you. But most of the time, what happens is their budget and what it is is happening will not allow me to help them to possibly have paid it off. Possibly have done this, possibly have done that, but then I found out that rescuing—I mean, my Lord—all the cars that I bought you when you were coming up, my Lord—they would have thought this child just, just, just she she uses cars and then just gets rid of them. Well, I found out this was not something that was uh, conducive to your growth, but I found it out late, <laughs> late, you know. But the thing of it is, is this is that as you traverse through the things that you're gonna traverse through, I can be there for you. I can be there with you actually, be there with you as the part of Jesus that I am, so that we can help the people, so that we can help you to grow and do what it is that you're to do and then to help it be grown. So I, 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 I think that conversations such as this, are are very important and you know we only got about a minute you can take uh you can take half of it and I'll take the other half <laughs> go
1: ahead um, i think the main thing has been the fact that um i'm learning that i i don't need to try to def- uh, to live according to anybody else's definition it's something i learned from you but to be true to what the word itself means according yeah. to so I honor you and I thank you for it. Uh, I thank you for the lessons and for the time. And I think it's a lot of fun to be in ministry with you. I think it's tough, and um, since I could be lazy if 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 it weren't tough, I'm appreciative of, of the challenge. You know, I don't like everything, but I love mm-hmm. what we do together, and I look forward to more. And thank you for this. Yeah. Time.
0: You know, I I, uh, uh, I I think that I mean you're you're talented. You're one of the most talented people I know. Not just talented, but you're gifted also. And um, one of the things, the last thing I'm going to say is that one of the things of it is is that your timing and time and stuff, because you can choose to try and do this. You took on that helper person that I was, and here it is. You're going to help everybody, and then you get your whole schedule uh, jacked up, and so. Take time to smell the roses, go ahead, reevaluate the thing, learn how to vacation, learn how to do these things, and then you'll be rested. Uh, this is, uh, I just want to thank uh, Pastor Lonzy and thank my daughter for being on this programs with me and uh, sharing uh, how it really is, really telling it like it is. This is Dr. Baker J. Baker. I will be on with Apostle Eddie tomorrow. And I'm going to grill him about finances. We're going to have fun. I'm going to put him on the barbecue and turn him over and turn him over. It's going to be really great fun. And at any rate, I'll be back next week when we're here to really tell it like it is. Bye-bye.